The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with Fee Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Hi, Mike Gibson, Doug Mann coming to you live from ACC 2021, and we're talking about the LIFE trial. Doug, we all know Paradigm, and we all know the, uh, what Entresto did in patients with heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. How is LIFE different than Paradigm, and tell us what you found. So the LIFE trial, the premise behind the LIFE trial, Mike, was the um, uh, Paradigm study really uh, had less than 1% of the patients had advanced heart failure with New York Heart Association class four. And although it received uh, uh, FDA approval for use in class four, the people who constructed the practice guidelines felt there was insufficient data to support the use of uh, uh, Zucubitril Valsartan in patients with advanced heart failure. So really the LIFE trial was an attempt to better understand the safety, tolerability, and efficacy of secupitril valsartan in a patient population that was not studied uh, in the Paradigm HF trial. So um, the trial was constructed uh, to use a surrogate endpoint, which was the change in the ratio of the NT pro-BNP to baseline studied over a 24-week period. And the rationale for doing that was that no one was going to fund a, a large-scale morbidity mortality trial for something that had already had FDA approval. Uh, so the study was designed as a 400-patient study with the anti-pro-BNP levels. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we ended up um, shutting the trial down early because uh, for two reasons, really. We wanted to make sure that the patients were safe and didn't have to come back in for study visits. And also we were concerned that with the pandemic and not knowing how the virus would affect heart failure patients, we thought some of our endpoints would be uh, contaminated um, uh, by COVID-19. So so again, uh, we shut the trial down early. There were 335 patients who were randomized, 167 uh, to the Secubitril Valsartan arm and 168 patients uh, to the Valsartan arm. And again, another important difference between um, a paradigm uh, and um, uh, life was that we used Valsartan as the active comparator, whereas uh, Paradigm HF used an allopril. So the major finding of the study was that there was really no difference in the NT pro BNP levels in either treatment arm uh, over 24 weeks of therapy. Uh, we had a number of secondary endpoints uh, based on efficacy as well as tolerability. Uh, some of the secondary endpoints uh, were days alive out of hospital and free from heart failure events. That uh, uh, um, uh, study showed that, that there was a slight uh, increase in days alive and out of the hospital and free from heart failure events that favored Valsartan, although that difference was not statistically significant. Two of the tolerability endpoints, uh, both um, worsening renal function and hypotension, were not different between the arms. However, there was a small but significant increase in hyperkalemia that was seen in the secubitral valsartan arm, which was not seen in paradigm. We also looked at traditional um, measures of uh, CV hospitalization, uh, as CV death and heart failure hospitalization, as well as heart failure hospitalization, CV death and all-cause death. 
and all of those um, uh, favored treatment with valsartan, again, because of the wide confidence intervals, these differences uh, were not statistically significant. So in summary, uh, the LIFE trial shows that in patients with advanced heart failure, there was really no benefit of sacubitril valsartan over valsartan. The drug appeared to be relatively well uh, tolerated with the exception of the hyperkalemia. Uh, and I think the big question is why it's different than, than paradigm. And, and there are a couple of reasons. First, the patients were far sicker, um, uh, you know, uh, worse renal function, lower blood pressure, uh, more advanced heart failure. Uh, second, um, we didn't use uh, enalapril, so so there's you know that difference. But the 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 real interpretation of the study, I think, is is that um, you know in advanced heart failure, uh, the renin-angiotensin system, I think, just overwhelms the natriuretic peptide system. And, and so a drug like uh, sacubitril valsartan that primarily works, we believe, by upregulating natriuretic peptides may not have been really able to show a benefit just because of the overwhelming effects of the renin-angiotensin system on the heart and the kidneys and the vasculature. But, but um, we were disappointed by the results, but I think they still serve the purpose of letting clinicians know about safety, tolerability, and efficacy in a very, very sick and I think vulnerable patient population. Doug, when stopping early with a smaller sample size, how well powered were you? I mean, did you come up short on power? I mean, is this a definitive study? Yeah, so, so ec excellent question. Um, the power, uh, the, the trial was powered to show approximately a 20% difference in the NT pro BMP levels. And with 400 patients, we had about 88% uh, power to show that. When we reduced it to 335, there was about a 79% power, 0.79. So some loss of power, but, but the effect sizes were much smaller than we thought. And I, I wish I could show you the, uh, the graphs here, but, but I, I think the major finding really was that the NT pro BMP levels really didn't change throughout the study. Whereas when you look at paradigm, uh, they were substantially different between the treatment group uh, and the uh, control group with enalapril. So I, I really think that with advanced heart failure, it's a different group of patients and they don't respond to, to drugs that modulate the renin-angiotensin natriuretic peptide system the same way they do when milder heart failure. And Doug, uh, these patients really took the drug? I mean, uh, there was good compliance? So we, as best we can tell, there were um, a number of uh, secondary measures to look for uh, uh, whether the patients were on drugs such as lowering blood pressure and whatnot. So we, as a group, we felt that the patients were on the drug and tolerated the drug. I will say that uh, tolerability, although statistically the same between both groups, towards the end of the trial, more patients were coming off of sucubitril valsartan than valsartan, uh, whereas there was an early dropout with the valsartan group, um, they tended to plateau from about 14 weeks on, whereas with sucubitril valsartan, the number of patients coming off drugs was linear throughout the study. Although, again, the, the numbers of patients was not different between the groups, there were more people coming off sucubitril valsartan um, towards the end of the study. We don't know why. Presumably, it was either the physician stopping them or the patient stopping. We don't have the exact reasons. Well, it illustrates a lot of things, right? You ask an honest question, you get an honest answer. Tough yeah. to do trials in the middle of uh, COVID. Uh, but uh, congratulations, Doug, and the investigators and the patients uh, who you know participated during a tough period of time. Thanks for sharing with us today, Doug. Thanks for having me.